mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hello and welcome back to Higher Priestess. I'm Persephone. And I'm Erin. And this is part two of the very amazing personal deep triggering <laughs> Q&A that we started in the last episode. It was so much fun. I'm actually really, really excited for this. I'm like still shaking. I live for, I mean, we live for that. Yeah, a DMC. Fully. Let's go. Yeah, okay. So a question I had for you. Mm. <laughs> Maybe this isn't a question, a numero uno question. No, go for it. This is one where I was just thinking um, on my way back from the shops today and I thought I'll ask you that. Are you scared of your own death? So as in not the death of other people, because yes, that's horrific, but Mm. uh, do you fear your own death? I don't actively fear my own death, Mm. actively. Mm -hmm. I think I fear, um, I don't fear my own death. I wouldn't use the word fear. Mm -hmm. I think I'm like curious as Mm. to what the day will be and what what will be the final (laughs) nail in the coffin. (laughs) What will be the actual thing that sets me... The nail in the coffin is like too real. Yeah, Yeah. But I don't actively fear it and I don't fear death. Although, Mm -hmm. literally just this very day, I got off the train a stop early because I thought there was a terrorist in the toilet. (laughs) So He was on the loo. I don't actively fear death, but I don't want to die right now because I'm having loads of fun. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't fear my death. I get overwhelmed with like, oh God, that's going to happen. Like, that's an inevitability. But I'm not scared of it. I sometimes get a bit like, oh shit, that's that's coming. He's a coming. (laughs) In the but sense I also that, don't, I'm not like shaking in my boots about it. In the, what way do you think, oh no, that's coming? As in like kind of the time is ticking? No, it not as in, oh God, there's so much to do, blah, 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 blah. Oh, like, I don't want that to happen. As in, I wonder what that's going to feel like. Do you so know you're I mean? picturing quite a painful death then, it seems. No, no, no. A no. slow and painful death. No, as in the feeling of like slipping away. Do you know what I mean? Like I picture myself like 80 years old in a deathbed. <laughs> no deathbed. You, I was just immediate. I just always go for I'm asleep. Re- I picture mm. myself feeling like I'm dying, going like, like holding someone's hand and being like, like feeling my like life leave my body. <laughs> That's really interesting. That like, genuinely is something I've never thought I'm about. I'm a psychopath. The feeling of life, yeah, leaving my body. Because in films, it's like one last thing. The treasure yeah. is buried in there. Yeah, and then they yeah, die or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But you're kind of, I kind of think like, God, what does that feel like? That moment where you're like trying to push through your sentence and then you're like, I'm dead. That's fascinating. And I've never, ever, ever, <laughs> ever 
thought about it. That's probably healthy that you've never thought about it. Well, I just don't think that's... It definitely is what's going to happen to me. I'm going to, like, have a really horrific, traumatic... <laughs> no, but I would hope my... that was it. I'd rather that. I, I, mean, I would love to die in my sleep mm. at an old age. I just assume that's my that's my out. Sleep death. Sleep death at an old age. Kind of just had a barbecue. Like, all my grandkids are downstairs in the spare room. A BBQ. And... Honestly, a big old BBQ. All your grandkids are downstairs. Yeah. When you die. And then they wake up next morning, what's your breakfast, Grandma? <laughs> like, They're shaking you. Grandma, wake up. Wake We're up, starving. Grandma. <laughs> yeah, but it's too late. I'm already dead. That's not what I want. What do you want? What would be your request? Request a death? Well, I'm definitely old as fuck. Yeah. Like, I've, like, broke... I'm in the Guinness World Book of Records as, like, oldest Twice. living... <laughs> Twice. <laughs> oldest living You've lived person. a full life. Yeah, I've I've honestly nailed it. I've killed it, basically. Mm. You've killed it. And, and it's now time, it kills you. Now my time has come. <laughs> yeah. And I'm very aware of it. I think I'm one of those old people that's, like, just, like, well, we all die. Have that's how it goes. The, have you seen the video on Twitter recently that is of an old woman? I think it's her 94th birthday. Mm, no. And they're filming her, like, with her big old cake in front of her. She's going, happy birthday, grandma, or whatever. And she goes, ah, oh, I hope this is the last one. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the energy that cuts. I would hope. Yeah. I would hope that I've had enough by the end. Yeah, well, I kind of feel like, at the same time, I'm having so much fun, but I do also feel like, but God, I've seen a lot. Yeah, but we're 23. What it's is like, it? Like, life point. is short, but it's the longest thing I've ever known. Like, <laughs> yeah. it really is the longest thing I've ever ever known i could have a dream of yeah literally but i also at this point obviously we don't want it to end like i want to i've always say i want to peak in my 50s yeah like well, i want to i, I want to be thr- i don't want to peak in my like when i'm like 23 well it's interesting because we have these conversations i think people think Mm. people want us to peak now and we are kind of said that to me now exactly you're most attractive to men when you're 23 it's like oh okay cool good to know well you should see me in my 50s then yeah you should just wait till you see oh my god do you remember that woman i still think about her we Mm. were in um i was telling my mom about her the other day i know i know we're thinking of the same woman kind of the witch the only way to describe her amazing we were in a cafe in brighton me and erin having a lovely vegan lunch what was it called like woo kiki mama yes yes um and it's got cow print on the outside it's very stunning and very kind it's opposite it's right next to our favorite kind of um crystal shop that we always used to just go in and hold the crystals and be like can you feel the energy stunning and we went in and there was this woman sitting on a table on her own like reading a book and she had the most um, she was probably around she was with her husband really but you wrote him out of the story i was like there was a random man bothering her there was a man bothering her the whole time yeah and she had the most amazing, like, Silky. long silver hair, like, down to her hips. And me and Erin just thought, that is the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life. Honestly, oh, I remember I called her Mother Nature. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mother Nature has entered the building. Like, yeah. Sh- and she's a stunner. Oh, I've, n- I've, I've spoke about her to my mum, and I just genuinely think I've never seen anyone as beautiful. The goal. So she had yeah. very long, silky silver hair. Yeah, and she was just wearing, like, an immaculate outfit, and she was sitting in a vegan cafe, just her like... Her skin was glowing. Honestly, pretty, Ethereal. genuinely prettier than any 20-year-old I've ever seen. In the world. Yeah. So that's how I know I'm going to peak at 50. Yeah, now Because I've seen, seen it done. I've <laughs> yeah. seen it done. 
fun before yeah. my very eyes. I've never seen anyone more stunning. How funny because you and I have never addressed that. I don't think no. after that day. No, we we just both and we both away. held on to it in our respective lives. Mm. Yeah, she was stunning. Almost into a room. What an impressive woman! I know she's done great things. You are impressive. Yeah, I'm impressed. And kind she just a- has a great name, Zelda. Oh my god, she's so called Zelda. Zelda. She's called like Zelda Free oh, Free Forest. Love it. <laughs> love it. She yeah, was honestly. So great. And she's got like. She kind of had no kids, but she's, like, written, like, seven books, and they're all her children. Stunning. And kind of that man wasn't her husband. It was, like, an elf, but he's shape-shifting so that he can walk around, like, in normal life. <laughs> she, like, so sculpted stunning. him out of clay and then brought him to life. Right, That's right. what I'm thinking. Love it. Honestly, oh. she was, like, powerful. Yeah. What was the question? <laughs> How are you How scared you of your own death? <laughs> How do you think... Oh, so you think you're going to die in your sleep? Yeah. When I was younger, I used to think that... I I used to always think I grew up in London and I would always think I'm gonna get stabbed really I always thought I'm gonna die by being stabbed right here and pointing to kind of my my tummy yeah like kind of my lower right hand side Ooh. stomach I, I kind of and I would have dreams I remember once I had a dream I was I must have been like 10 maybe younger mm. no I would say about 10 <laughs> we were well me myself and I was in the <laughs> cinema and I everyone was getting stabbed left right and center so I ran into the toilets and oh they barged the, the lock was broken oh, and they just no. ripped it off and and stabbed me and I and I and I awoke Oh god! Yeah, startled. The power of dreams is insane mm. because now you've like internalized that as like, okay, cool. Now I know. Well, I thought for a while I'm gonna get stabbed there. I'm scared of cinema toilets as well. Yeah, well they're haunted. Because I had a nightmare that when I was honestly about five, and I don't think I knew that rape was a thing, but I had a dream that I got raped in the cinema toilet, and I know the exact cinema toilet is in Oxford, and I'm still scared oh. of them. My mum comes in with me still because I'm like I'm not going in those alone. I was so young, I don't think I knew it was rape, but something bad. Like, happened in those toilets in my dream that's horrible yeah it was horrific and there was like a man in there and i was like why are you in the woman's toilets five years old five years old (laughs) with a full woman's voice and why are you in the woman's (laughs) voice well i've always been assertive yeah and what do you think you're doing in here mister (laughs) this is for girls that's hilarious um you're encroaching on a woman's space Um, but yeah, I've always had a fear of those toilets and cinema toilets as a whole. And that's why I think it's weird when you go to the toilet in the middle of a horror movie on mm. your own. I think, see, There's like, no see you never. Yeah. Horrendous. It really is haunting, isn't it? Because they're silent. Well, I find that weird that you had, I find it weird that you were so young and it was rape or whatever. It's like, yeah. is that, I hate to say it, did a it prophecy? <laughs> or I think, did it happen? What, and you forgot? And it's like, came out in a dream. I'm like, it's a weird dream. Oh. <laughs> like, that didn't happen. But it's that's also, bad. Yeah, that's what I just that's what I just thought. And that's the horror movie that I'm watching in the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Awful. more likely I kind of saw it on TV, like something happened yeah. to someone in the toilet, and I'm like, oh god. And I've only imp- I've imposed rape on it in like later life. Right. Because yeah. it's kind of a violation by a man in a woman's There space. was a man in the women's toilets and he attacked me in the dream or something. Yeah. I don't know. I was and now you can five. understand that as well. I right. might be like eight, who knows? Cinema toilets are haunting. What's mm. that word for the place that is kind of like a place that is only it's like a temporary space, i.e. cinema toilets or the airport. You know, have you seen um, that where it's like those places are so haunting because they're only ever temporary, but you always feel like through. you're there for too long, yeah, so yeah. you need to get out of there. That's horrific. I've it never is that feeling, that. isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. weird. You know those weird like Tumblr words? It's like, no. I'm an, I'm an, I'm an, I'm an, the word for when you realise that everybody loves you. <laughs> 
Oh, I love it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, kind of like, tell me the, the word. The moment when you realise that everyone has their own lives beyond yours. I want to know the moment that I realise everyone loves me. It's like, well, I, I don't think that as well. <laughs> I realised that a long time ago. It's big princess energy. <laughs> That's, That's like, oh, tell me the word. I'll mm-hmm. use it non-stop. But you know one of those like real... No, I don't know It's like all. a real classic Tumblr post like format. Oh, but they post really Instagram and the definition. Yeah, and it's kind of like mm-hmm. a real... And it's like, blah, 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 blah. The word for when the light hits the ocean and it shimmers. I've told you that in Japanese. No, I know. That's why, that's why I gave you a look, as if to say, is that... Oh, you know, got thing, but... it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, that's my Tumblr page. No, but it's that sort of thing. It'll be like quite a, an aesthetic, yeah. in quotes, word. I love, I love the sound. Yeah, and that's why cinema toilets so gross. Because they're just temporary and you're passing through. Oh, and it's also it's like you're I'm in a hurry. Die. It's like I need to get in and out because I'm watching a film. You go for the in- from the intensity of a movie that is so like loud and like everyone's so engrossed in this mm-hmm. life World. that none of you are in mm-hmm. and then it's like what well, I'm going to the, I'm going to take a piss in a, in a bright like ding 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 light room and there's no one in there and everyone else is in their own worlds in these cinemas and or you're alone in that room if there is someone else in there I'm uh, suspicious of you. No, that made me shiver. If there's someone else in there, even worse. That's worst case scenario. Really worst case scenario. You and one other person in the cinema toilets. Bad. Get out. It's the, honestly, get out. Okay, this is quite a spooky question. Oh, but we're already feeling a bit spooked. No, 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 but kind of a... It's a nice spooky. Okay, love it. I think. I mean, um, I love spooky. I think you'll like I'm it. I'm a bit spooked, though. For some reason, when we record in this room, we get spooked. We get big time I don't spooked. know why, but go on. I can sense presence of a demon. Don't! <laughs> I don't need the confirmation. Yeah, but go on. Um, I honestly look <laughs> from left to right. She's scanning the room big time. <laughs> but go on um my question is is there anywhere in the world Mm. that you have never been but feel like you know what it's like to live there in my dreams yeah you feel like you have a connection to it it's not even that like it goes so beyond that for me Mm. so i have dreams all the time so basically yeah one answer one to that would be like yeah japan i was obsessed but now i have been there because i feel like i knew it so well amazing and when i went there i was like fuck i love this place yeah but i always in my dreams have recurring dreams about these like hills and i know these hills so well but they don't exist that's weird and there's this one tunnel that i know so well and Every time I go into it in my dream, it's like, I fucking know this tunnel. And I'm at the tunnel and I'm at these hills and they're like sort of weird pathways and stuff. And I know them. I could kind of draw you a map, but I've never been there. They don't exist. That's weird, no? Yeah. And I know they're in Oxfordshire. I know they're near my home. Oh, that, that's the feeling that the you The feeling get. I get is I know they're close to me, but they, they're not there. And how long have you had that? Years and years and years. Like, honestly, since I was like 10. Like, I, the hill, the, no, sorry, the tunnel. I have known that tunnel since I was like seven. It's the iconic dream and it's the feeling when you're going up to the tunnel. What, in a car? Yeah, no, you're kind of approaching the tunnel. And I'll be in the hills sometimes, not yeah. lucid. Like, I'll be, I'm, I'm often running away from things in the, in these. You are making this a bit spooky. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> it's like, you asked me about, like, a nice I thought you were going to say, question. yeah, I love Japan, that is question. I did, and then I added a whole other bit. <laughs> but, like, I'll often be going, yeah, I'll be in the, in the hills, kind of running, and then I'll be like, oh, God, I'm, at the t- I'm near the tunnel. And they give you a bad feeling? No, the tunnel's not bad. It's kind of just, like, weird... It's it's like, it's like, oh, I know where I am now. I'm by the tunnel. But it's kind of more than that. It's like kind of a spooky. If anyone's seen like Spirited Away, the yeah. film Spirited Away, there's a tunnel in that they go through and then they go into like another world. And it's almost that aesthetic of like approaching that tunnel and you know it's significant, but you don't know why. It's and it's like thing. really familiar to you. Mm-hmm. I know the tunnel. It's not the tunnel in Spirited Can you Away. describe it? It's like a, a brick, old fashioned tunnel. I know. What, like a big tunnel that could fit like a, no. a lorry or like no, a small no, no, tunnel. Small, no, no, not small human. A car tunnel. Oh, God. 
I don't know this at all. <laughs> what about you? Can we panic now? <laughs> Any haunting dreams? Any haunting things? But um, what, where, where do you know that's geographical that you haven't been? Well, not so much no. Yeah. But I very much feel like I could live in Canada tomorrow and it wouldn't be an issue. Oh, wow. I love Canada that. and Australia. I feel like I, I've lived there. In a past life. Like, I feel like I have a real kind of um, Commonwealth countries. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. really feel like um, I could just be there tomorrow and it would just be like nobody. Why Canada? I really don't know. I think I I think it is a Commonwealth thing because mm. I think there's like a British um yeah like familiarity yeah. about it. There's just something about yeah. yeah. Do you get that? Yes and no. Like I would love to visit. I'd love to go there. Canada and Australia would be one of the and New Zealand. Yeah. Can you tie be... them together though? Do you get what I mean? Can I tie them? No, I don't tie them at to all. To me, they're really tied together. Canada would be tied to like America, and I definitely would not mm. feel at home in America. I think Canada is so separate from like to me canada is not not nothing to do with america at all mm. can i tell you something funny yeah i love something funny <laughs> well it's like not funny haha it's like funny like a bit weird and i God, think okay. it is maybe it comes from the canada thing i when i was probably like 12 mm. i like met loads well i like met loads of friends on the internet and one of them was in canada and we had like a romantic relationship what? Yeah, and it's kind of something oh, that like I don't ever... Yeah, it was on... Wait, um... how old were you? I would have been really young. I would say actually probably like 11, 12. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of... So when you were 11, 12... Oh, so you know they're a paedophile, right? Yeah, I was like... <laughs> no, they weren't, but... Did you ever... <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> They asked for any pictures. <laughs> um, no, okay, yeah, so go but, on, tell me. And more. I think that makes me feel like Canada is really familiar because it was like introduced to me from a really young age. From a paedophile. Yeah, but it wasn't a paedophile. So you you spoke to kind of a twelve year old boy on the internet. Yeah. When and what would you talk about? Oh, God fucking knows. Like twelve year old things. Yeah. Well, he was yeah. from Canada. What website was Pixo? this? Pixo. Did and you have was... a Pixo? No, but you've mentioned it to me. Yeah, I think it really was a big thing. Mm. It was very like a big thing in my childhood years. Mm. Is mm. very formative. But how was it a romantic relationship? It was kind of you are boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, it was like, oh, we're internet. like together. <laughs> it's actually really absurd. So when you say you've actually had two boyfriends, you've actually had three. Yeah, I guess. One was just really long distance. <laughs> But it almost wasn't... We weren't together. I could have had a boyfriend in real life and it wouldn't have mattered. Got it, okay. It was kind of like we were all playing into this, like, online thing. Mm. And you could be partnered. Partnered. But do you get what I mean? Everyone was kind of tied off and, like... Yeah. There were all these different, like, groups and, like, cliques. God, it's a very different vibe to, like, Club Penguin that I was on. Really different. <laughs> it was very adult. Yeah, that's, like, okay, got it. And you would... So you would make your whole Pixo, like, all the layouts and, like... It was, like, mm. full-on coding. It was, like, all HTML like what the hell yeah that's why i know like html like colors and stuff what the fuck yeah, it's really okay strange. that's really weird and so it took up like quite could... a big part it's, it's actually really fucking strange the internet is weird a time of place. the internet because yeah. that couldn't really happen in the same way now well, now it's like okay you're one of those people you would have skyped but also it's like there's a just a different kind of person that would do that now i mean that happens on like a microwave like tinder is not is that not a micro version of yeah, that yeah yeah like you you meet them and but it you... but um uh, we would use different names yeah exactly they're like you're hiding behind this weird avatar yeah exactly it was very much separate from anything that was real but it still was important yeah. to me it's really interesting but I think it happens now like gaming communities definitely have like kind of whole worlds yeah. that they live in and yeah. they're married within those lives well, and things like that the other day I was on um, Twitch what are you doing? <laughs> 
like which is like you've gaming, got this whole like, other streaming. life okay yeah i know what Twitch yeah, yeah. Is, yeah well i don't think i well maybe i i don't know if i would had i not be on it now because yeah. there's a sims youtuber i was gonna say i know I you're on it for the sims yeah it's, yeah. it's all for the sims yeah and i can so see i mean they have so <laughs> this is how separate this is from my world like that i just yeah, don't yeah. understand i said i put in the chat mm. why do i have a bin next to my name this is while a stream is going on so someone's streaming and i put everyone's like talking about like click on it like blah 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 and i'm like why is there a bin next to my name can someone help me you're like, this is rude and someone replied saying oh it's because someone it's because you're subscribed and then someone else said someone must have gifted you a sub and i was like oh, what? what and i was like digging through my profile like what i've like just got twitch yeah it was like the and it was said like five days ago you subbed or whatever yeah, yeah. and i was like what someone gifted me a sub it's like oh i'm i'm participating in this yeah really fucking weird and that is how like i just i'm so separate from it that i'm like why is there a bin next to my name meanwhile they're all like oh thank you for subscribing blah 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 and they're all using these like em- like yeah I, it's really strange that honestly is the strangest thing i've ever heard such a subculture that i'm just not a part of but i'm like grazing the surface of and now i'm subscribed someone's paying for my subscription and i was like what i can't even say thanks i I must have missed the message (laughs) there's like real like fucking like 85 year old woman on the internet for the first time like what someone gifted me something and i didn't say thanks like Okay, I have a question for you now, mm. and it's based on a premise of a film that I'm hoping you haven't seen. And it's a really ridiculous film, like, okay. it came out years ago, starring Cameron Diaz, called The Box. No, I haven't seen it. You're safe. <laughs> Has anyone seen that? It no, no, no. I probably got it out from, like, Blockbusters, like, back in the day. Yeah, I just okay. love Blockbusters. Mm, iconic. Dreamy times. You'll like this. Go on. I remember my one distinct memory of Blockbusters. Mm. I remember picking up a movie. Mm. Movie? Like, picking yeah, up The, the Box. DVD, yeah. Yeah, and being like, that looks so good good mm. be like can we get it can we get it it had like bunnies and like shit on the front it like oh, looked I like it's it like pastel pink and blue like really like beautiful wow like real like child film yeah and my mum was like no, no no put that down put that down and it was a horror film oh my god and it was like and you were scared like, yeah and then i was like oh fuck because really like all the bunnies that like, had blood on them or something <laughs> but it's like it actually looked it was kind of selling as a kid's it, film like on purpose but it's yeah. like really horrible yeah it's anyway horrible. i used to have an ocd in blockbusters that the last thing i looked at is what I'd like become Ooh. and so I always used to focus on do you remember Rom-coms? the film Aquamarine yes the picture of Jojo from Aquamarine nice. on the front on the brown hair yeah close my eyes and then and look down at your feet like where's your no no because then I'd become the feet kind of go out eyes closed oh my god like the last thing I looked at I would become <laughs> it's like really bonkers right but I well, kind I of meant look down at your feet for your mermaid tail no 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 I wouldn't actually become it, but I would not want to look at kind of... This is something quite scary. Scary, and then walk out, and it's like, oh, God, now that i become... I don't oh, really know what You know what was, really but... shook me as a child? Sorry, I don't know why this is so horrifying. Yeah. I remember watching The Ring yeah. as a kid, the Seven Days thing. As in the Japanese one or the, like, English, the American I one? I can't remember. Because the Japanese one is like... Well, I wouldn't okay. watch it again. Oh, you yeah. scared me even doing that. Why are we getting so spooked today? I don't know, but anyway, that really scared me as a child, and all those rumours about the baby diet, the actual actor of the baby died oh i didn't hear that that. it's horrific okay so the box so the box it's a film starring cameron diaz and the premise that they have and i want to ask you would you do this okay so the premise is you get a letter one day and it says to you we will give you a million pounds Mm. but maybe let's make it a billion pounds because a million is like well we understand now the difference between a million and a billion billion. i hope we all do yeah i'm you're gonna get a billion pounds Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, you're gonna get a lot of money. Yeah, but kind of realistic. Okay, all right. I don't think it's realistic anyway. But yeah, you're gonna get a billion pounds. Okay, but someone in the world that you do not know, you've never met this person, is going to die. You'll never meet them. You won't know who it is. They're not in your life. They're gonna die. But you're gonna get a billion pounds. Would you do it? I don't think I. I already immediately. I'm like actually gonna cry. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I wouldn't, I could never, I just couldn't. Could you not, though? I honestly think I couldn't bear, I couldn't bear it, which is actually really interesting because I was thinking the other day, when I was younger, I would really think, oh, that was just something, wasn't it? Mm. Okay. Was that your foot? No, I thought it was your foot. I thought it was your foot. Fuck off. Fuck. <laughs> Guys, okay, if you can't hear what's going on, me and Erin are kind of having a bit of a nightmare. We're getting kind of um, progressively more and more spooked as the day goes on. We've had to stop recording quite a few times. Quite a few, yeah. Um, because we're hearing quite a few weird noises and stuff, so we're getting a bit spooked. Bumps in the night. Honestly, bumps in the night. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Right, when I was younger... What are you looking at? Nothing. <laughs> I wasn't looking at anything. Oh my gosh. This is why. Oh. Can someone pay for us to go to a studio? Because we get scared. With kind of some assistance. Because it's like, yeah. I need a mediator in the room. <laughs> I can't be like alone in a quiet room. Anyway. Since we brought up the film Us, we brought it up. I think we've cut that bit Big out mistake. now because we got a bit spooked what scary. we were saying. But we're actually getting a bit scared. I'm getting, really, I'm getting a bit sweaty. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, go on. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I was thinking earlier, or the other day, Mm -hmm. when I was younger, I would watch things like Saw, or I would Mm -hmm. hear about it, whatever, the notions that of like giving your life and survival of the fittest and things like that, who's going to survive? Yeah. And I would always think, I would give my life for anybody. I would rather Mm -hmm. the other person die no matter what, because in my mind when I was young you'd I'd rather just, the other person die no I'd rather I die than the other person I'd rather I die and said I don't care who it is I will take my life for you what? because I had that low I think um understanding understanding of my own life like I it's actually kind of thought, Game of Thrones when Ned's like you think my life is some precious thing you think I whatever it yeah. is yeah yeah and I, w- I was very like 
sacrificial yeah like i would have done anything kind of for any other human being i yeah. saw their chance at life more valuable just inherently more valuable than my own whereas now i'm like fuck you lot i'm having loads of fun like it wasn't that i wanted to die at all mm-hmm. at all yeah but i just had no i placed more worth in others lives than my own whereas now You're depends not, on who you are yeah i'm not dying for some i'm not dying for any weirdo. old tom dick or harry no absolutely no. not tom dick or harry yeah i'm not dying for any odd no person. there's no way whereas now but i still wouldn't take a billion or whatever for somebody i, I just film, wouldn't be able to live so she is like absolutely not this is a million that cameron's dealing with a million pounds a big deal, and like, she's saying absolutely not absolutely there's no way that i would do that but then as the time goes past and all you've got to do is press this button that's in a box and then you, oh. this happens and blah, blah blah and the box is sitting there and she's like no 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 but then in a moment where the bills isn't aren't going her kid isn't blah 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 like everything's gone wrong she's like fuck it just and it hits the button and then it's like fuck what have i done obviously nothing happens but then in a week later the money arrives and she's like oh god okay and this is spoilers for the box yeah <laughs> which i think was a box office flop <laughs> <laughs> um this is big time spoilers but then it turns out and the end so the guilt starts getting her she starts like seeing dead people everywhere blah 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 Ugh. and in the end like in her mind mm-hmm. she's going crazy um and then in the end it turns out the box is given to someone else and the person that dies when they hit the button is you if you choose to yeah. press it then you're the random person that dies for the next person or something like, yeah i was lines. gonna say i think also what would get me would be some sort of twist yeah, in the sense it's too that, good to be true. Yeah, and yeah. I think I would go straight to the police. Yeah, absolutely. I would honestly be so, like, I don't want to be I on that radar. I think there might radar. have been some clause in the film of, like, you can't go to the police. Yeah, like, got well, you, got you. They've covered that base. <laughs> well, I just could never. I I just couldn't. Mm. I don't think I would. I like to think I wouldn't. I don't think you would. I don't think... Well, also, I don't think I would. I but don't then think imagine, anyone would. But then you've got to imagine, this is us from, like, a privileged perspective of, I would never press it because I've got enough and I would never press it. But, okay, so imagine you're starving in your life and your life depends on getting money then are you pressing well i also think it's not just the privilege of like wealth but the privilege of like um some sense yeah. because i think anyone with some sense would know there's going to be some sort of consequence yeah. beyond someone dying yeah like it's coming back to bite you. yeah it's going to come back in yeah. some way and i think also anyone would use their common sense and think why on earth would someone be giving me a billion million whatever in yeah. a box with a button sent to my house and what do they get Honestly, do you know what i mean just immediately yeah, yeah. you would know yeah that something's gone wrong there more than what you're being told totally and i just think you wouldn't but no, you one, no think, one with sense would trust it you might think okay there's a social experiment or whatever i can't remember what the options they go through in the mm. film because i watched it about 15 years ago <laughs> and it wasn't good at the time um but yeah that film kind of has stayed with me obviously your immediate answer is no but then it's like wait but then everything goes wrong and the back of the box is sitting there like do you press well that's the thing i think my immediate answer being no isn't just because i wouldn't i don't value money over life Mm -hmm. or somebody else's life it's it's not even about that or like the guilt that i would have if somebody else died it literally is just i'm too smart to believe someone sending a box to my house yeah it's gonna give me money it's like no i've been scammed out of god knows what (laughs) yeah i've learned my lesson literally it's like this has scam written all over it yeah big red box with a big button inside absolutely not okay i have a question for you love it i'm ready hit me hit me with your best shot baby hit me with your best <laughs> shot <laughs> oh, hey. um yeah. kind of the glee version yeah kind of pitch perfect oh, i've never seen pitch perfect hit me with your best shot no, you no, gotta no. hit me with your best <laughs> shot 
never seen it, but I will get around to seeing it one day. Oh, I yeah. love it. Um, okay, the question has nothing to do with that. Question <laughs> Which is, character would you be in Pitch Perfect? <laughs> I would be Rebel Wilson. What would you be? Fat Amy. Yeah, I guess. I would be... Anna um, Kendrick. No, We're the be. only two people that I know. I would be... Let me think. That's actually a really interesting question. <laughs> okay, so there is one guy that I love in this, and it's, his name is Benji. And he's he Benji. I wouldn't be Benji, but I love him. Okay, just honourable mention. Honourable mention. I'd be Anna Kendrick. I'd be Becca. Oh, you would? But honourable mention to Benji, who comes out then. He's the loser of the film. He just does magic tricks, and he wants to be in the in the show really badly. And he's, like, just a complete lame-o. Right. He comes out at the end, and he sings. It All, all the music stops, and he goes, I've got the magic in me. Oh, wow. Shivers. <laughs> yeah. And he sings that. And he does a really good drop. He's like, every time I touch that drop, oh, wow. it turns. Oh, wow. And then he's like, magic, magic. And it builds oh, up wow. again. And everyone is just like, wow, Benji. Like, we didn't know he had it in so him. he gets his moment. He gets the moment where he has the magic in him. Love that for him. So that's an honourable mention to Benji. Okay, but you would be Anna Kendrick. So I, I actually right. think I would be, what's the main guy called? Jesse. Who's that? The main guy's called Jesse. He's even quite cool. He's got quite an easy life. Like, what does he look like though? Who is it? Um, unknown actor. Oh right. <laughs> He's probably no not. name. <laughs> Unnamed. Um. Okay. The question is, mm-hmm. which character would you least like to be in the right now? Oh, Bumper. <laughs> This isn't real. Just because I haven't seen it, you're like pulling out fake names. No, Bumper. <laughs> I wouldn't be him. Who is it? I wouldn't want to be him because he's an absolute loser. Got you. He's More like of a loser than Benji. Different kind of loser. Kind of like he thinks he's the shit. Oh. He's like head of the acape- the boys' acapella. That's and bad. he's a wanker. Yeah, he's horrible. I would not want to be Bumper. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I'm with anyway. you. I completely agree. Go on. Okay, the question is, what's one thing mm-hmm. you never got the chance to say to somebody? Oh my gosh. It's really difficult. It's not difficult. I mean, I'm super lucky in a sense, but I've never lost anyone that I would want to say some, something to. Mm. Um, so I've been super lucky on that touch wood. Yeah, I'm touching wood for you. The only person, and this is so self-indulgent of me, that I never got anything, never, never got a chance to say something to is my younger self. Do you know Stunning. what I mean? <laughs> I'm stunned. Okay, yeah, I can't Because the only person I couldn't is my younger self or people I knew back in back in time. Mm. Um, but yeah, I would just love to say, like, just chill the fuck out to my younger self. Just, what age? Um, all ages. Just every, all the time. Every day out. you get a voice memo from me saying, right, just calm it down. When you're swinging on your bunk beds crying, <laughs> chill yeah. out. Just like, just don't worry so much. Just take your time. Like, everything's going to be fine. Love that. What about you? Just to cut back, Mm -hmm. did anyone tell you that when you were younger? Yeah, but nothing hits home like your future self. (laughs) It's my rare experience. It's like, God, not only does time travel exist, like... It's all good. I also need to chill out. Yeah, I need to chill out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think people probably did say, just like, just don't worry, you worry too much. You like overthink, like you overthink too much. But at the time you're kind of thinking, yeah, but I need to, I need to get my GCSEs and I need to get my A-levels and then Got I need you. to get into uni. And it's like, wait, but now I know all that happens. It's like, just fucking chill. The worrying didn't help you. Okay, got you. Worrying isn't what got you there. I love that. What would you say to your future self if you could make sure your future self remembers like one thing? To my future self, fuck. But I'm the Dumbo. I can't tell the enlightened version of myself. Well, you're hoping you get you. I do. Okay. I know I get smarter. Do you know you get smarter? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't stay at this. Let's not fake this thing. I don't regress. It's not what's in the no. it's in the stars. Um, it is crazy to me that people regress. Who regresses? 
There's one person that I'm thinking of, but I can't say. Yeah, some people do regress, and it's not a pretty sight. Why do you think people regress? Because they all, I think people just can't handle... The truth. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Honestly. I think people can't handle, like, reality. Why do people regress? Because of capitalism. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm thinking in particular of this one case study that I have. Yeah. Why has that person regressed? I think it's because they're not up for the challenge of progression. Yeah, almost like I want, or it's almost like an obsession with the past. Like I need things to stay the same as they were and it halts your learning. Yeah. Because it's like, no, no, I want things back as they were. It's like, yeah, but the way you want things back is over. Is when you were a child. It is such a thing that people are, I always think this, people are incredibly loyal to their nostalgic selves, their yeah. eight year old selves, their 11 year old selves, that they forget that the future could be better. And they're so disloyal to their own. Their own self, the yeah. only self that matters. Yeah. Honestly, it doesn't dwell to do it. It does <laughs> it not do to, to dwell, dwell on dreams and forget to live. live. <laughs> Awful. No Dumbledore quote. Fucking hell. <laughs> Awful. Awful. What would you say to your past? No, not your past. What was the question? What's one thing you never got the chance, you never to, say got the to, chance to say? Yeah. Well, I, I agree. Yeah, I haven't lost anybody. So anybody, anything that I would want to say to someone, I could, I very much still could, but I'm choosing not to. Mm-hmm. And there are definitely things that I keep in my arsenal that I'm like, I, I'll need to have a chat about that one day. Like what? Well, there are things that I know I need to say to my parents when they're ready to hear it. That's amazing. When do you, know do what you I mean? think? When? What are you waiting for? Well, I need I need to see a bit more growth. Oh, yeah. we're getting real now. They won't yeah. listen. They're never in a yeah. million years listen, but quite bleak if they do. <laughs> <laughs> like my dad kind of randomly goes to listen. He like scrolls forward five minutes. He's like, that's oh, the worst part to get to. But I just think my pe- me and my and my parents my mum my dad and i are three very different people yes and we communicate in different ways and we act in different ways and we understand things in different ways mm-hmm. there are things that i know even to be fact mm-hmm. that they are not ready to hear mm-hmm. i'm sure there's loads of things in my life that i'm not ready to hear but i think do you know what i mean identifying, i think you're ready to hear a lot yeah i think i'm ready to hear a yeah. lot as well but <laughs> no one seems to care there are just a few things that i think when the day comes when there's kind of milestones that or like landmarks that need to be passed like what though like what are you actually like tangibly waiting for i think for example with my mum i think um this is that week I mean, we will do a whole episode on parents, on parents and our yeah. own experiences. But my mum's, my mum and I's current relationship is built on a foundation of lies. No, it's <laughs> a bed of lies. It's honestly built on a foundation of a mutual um, disconnect in the way that we have seen a, a past turn of events. Mm-hmm. We can speak and communicate and be in each other's lives now because we see the past differently. Yeah, and I think one day we will get to a point where we will our understandings will be more synonymous mm-hmm. and that will breed um that conversation but until yeah. that day we're not ready to hear it so let's leave it there yeah as in you want her to see more your side of it yeah i i this sounds ridiculous but there are some things that aren't just my side they're fact from knowing the scenario there is not your perspective and your mum's perspective yeah there is just the truth there is the truth and your mum's perspective yeah Yeah. and i think that goes for everyone and their relationship Mm -hmm. with them or with their parents if anything you know has ever happened Mm -hmm. well you get to an age i said this before where you realize that your parents are flawed human beings it's a scary moment when you go oh 
Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Or your, your mum isn't always right. That's yeah. fine. Mum isn't always right. That's okay. That's a scary place, though. Yeah, sometimes you it's are like... right. Sometimes you were right looking back on that situation. Yeah, you were right. Or you did have mm. a point there. And you were just right and your mum was wrong in quite a big way. Your words, not mine, but yeah, I'll take yeah. it. Well, I, well, sorry if you're listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you were wrong. <laughs> there, are, there are lots of things that we would still disagree on now yeah. and it's been 10 years for example yeah. well for example um there are lots of things that we will continue to disagree on until more experiences have been had yeah i think that's fine and maybe yeah. when i have a kid like my my i'm sure my perspective will continue to shift mm-hmm. um but as i have had more and more experiences i only look back with more like assurance in my own actions that i made at the time yeah as i get older it only confirms to me that what i did at 15 was right for example absolutely well just definitely so there are things that i'm I'm holding out on saying to to you know not just my mum, but to yeah yeah the whole squad yeah i think that's so amazing i think you should almost like if the milestones are kind of abstract I think maybe you just should say it yeah I think there are definitely well it's also like we're kind of getting into the podcast well I know we're on a podcast we're recording one right now (laughs) kind of we're doing a two-in-one yeah but there are I definitely think about acknowledging things because my method is communicate and I think it's a healthy one to have Mm -hmm. but not everyone will reciprocate yeah and I need to schedule in time where I have that energy and I don't always I'm not like just blindly waiting for something on something that's never going to happen for example I think it is just about distance and like time Mm. just allowing for a new perspective on everyone's accord it's almost like she needs to come to a place where she can take a bit of the blame just a tiny bit which then allows you to then open up a whole conversation like she needs to see her wrong in a small way so that you can open it up if she's viewing it as in she behaved perfectly then there's no wiggle room it's really difficult. Yeah. It's difficult also to, like... I don't know what it's like. I haven't lived her life. So, and now it's almost like the more and more we both are navigating the world as adults, mm-hmm. the more we can both... There's a common ground. You can discuss. Yeah, and I think also what's really important is we both... I think what's really important is we both clearly want our relationship. It's yeah. never an option for either of us. To sack to it go. all off and what for her to be a mother with, when she lost a daughter or whatever. And for me, yeah. I, oh, I don't, yeah, I don't speak to my mum or whatever. Yeah. That's just not an option. So I think it's likely, it's, to me, there is no question that there are always more conversations to be had whenever there has been a conflict. I'm obsessed. Okay, final question. I'm ready. What do you think is one misconception that people often have of you that you would that you oh get frustrated with or you think is wrong or, or you can't understand or i find that really difficult because i don't know how people perceive me <laughs> kind of i ask this to the complete wrong person <laughs> it's kind of a joke that I, I i my perception of the world is quite strange very skewed but i just don't so something that someone told me the other day is that you're just so unique you're so unique. Mm-hmm. I've had that twice within two days now. What, but you think it's a misconception? I think it's a funny perception. Okay. I think it's a funny thing to, um, a funny lens to view me through. There's just no one like you. I was told, it's like, I know a few people that... Like could... who though? Because I bet you don't. You are unique. You are really, really unique. I always... But I think it's part, I think part <laughs> of your uniqueness... But I don't know what that means. Yeah, because I think, because part of your uniqueness is that you view the world in a really, like, quite strange way. <laughs> So sometimes but I want to know like, what that is. I want to know what that way is. It's like just, it's just quite 
<laughs> I don't I don't know what it is. It's just you're unique. You just you express yourself in, in sometimes a weird way <laughs> or like you just sometimes sometimes it's like I don't know, like you're you are just very unique. Because I'm always shocked by the people that people are liking me to. Like, oh my god, my friend reminds me of you so much. And I meet them and go, oh, they're an idiot. So it's like you and my friend that I say you're similar to. And I said yeah. to Jack the other day, don't you think blah, blah, blah is similar to... Don't you think blah, blah, blah is similar to Sefi? And he said, yeah, I get what you mean. Because you've got this kind of... And this is how I would describe it. There's almost like this quite endearing weirdness. Okay, interesting. It's like you very much express yourself from a weird place or okay. unconventional. Mm. Um, I think it is. Mm. As I always say, you are the same around everybody. You might disagree. I, yeah, I think I'm the same around I think most you're the same people. around everybody, yeah. yeah. And I think that is because you have um, a very clear sense of self, what you do and do not like. Yeah. You have a very clear idea of what you don't want to be tied to. Yeah. <laughs> and you very much express yourself from a place of almost like hilarity <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> like kind of um you don't mind if things are a bit ridiculous no nor do i love that yeah and i i think mm. most people would be like yeah i'm like that i'm like that but for you it's very it, you are almost a bit, a bit obscure and i think i think sometimes <laughs> people might be like oh yeah i don't i don't understand oh for example yeah. when we said that other person couldn't work out how to yeah how to react to you i was at a party recently I think I'll tell this story. I think yeah. it's fine. I think we're safe that they're not listening. Even but if I was, were. yeah, I don't think they would even know they were doing this. Mm. But I was at a party recently and there was someone kind of quite obviously trying to impress me and trying to social climb. Trying to social climb my ladder. Yeah. <laughs> Chaos yeah. is a ladder, some may say. Yeah. Uh, trying to climb my ladder and trying to like work out how to navigate me. And it's quite funny when you can recognise this happening because I was just being like, hey, like what? Yeah. Um, my normal self. Someone said And to someone you. then said to me, oh yeah, they were trying to impress you. And it was funny because then I could see, I could very clearly see it laid out how they were shifting. They were trying like an approach of like, oh my God, like I love this thing. And then that wasn't working. Then they were like, yes girl. Like <laughs> trying to yeah. do that Try one. all the different Roots. They were honestly trying. None of them were. Landing. And then they're trying to go deep. Like, yeah, like oh, I've been thinking this for a while. They were honestly trying the different routes, and none of the avenues. Honestly, none of them were landing. I think, yeah, and I think there's, there's mm. just, yeah, you're just. <laughs> Yeah, you just but are your own person. I find that a person. really funny perception. I do find it funny seeing what people perceive me as because I don't perceive myself as unique and like well, it's just quite a funny. You thing. are unique. It's just really funny. But it's quite not... offensive, but it's also funny. <laughs> but it yeah, but it shouldn't be offensive because it is. I think a word that's really important for my description at least is that it's endearing because there's some it kind of I'm hanging <laughs> on your every word. I'm like, what what's next <laughs> with this crazy girl? <laughs> But like it is, it's endearing. It's not like yeah. oh you're weird and you're strange and I don't like it. It's almost very natural to you. Mm. you there's no even if you're performing, yeah. it's very natural to you. Do you get what I mean? No, I do and I don't. There's kind of no airs and graces. Like there's just no facade. Even if you're doing something totally performative, yeah, it's still very true to yourself. That and I thought that since the day I met you. <laughs> But there we go. That is hilarious. Mm. Well, it's very flattering, but also very offensive at the same time. I and it's about misconceptions, but that's a true conception that you're unique. So what about you? I'm going to throw it back. Do you think people like misconceive you? Yeah. <laughs> What's the word? Yeah. Do people miscon have any misconceptions about your personality? About you? Yes. And I have um, faced them head on in my life. Oh my God. Love it. Well, you know this. Well, mm. for example, one of them, this is a really good example. I know that because I, if you, if you, yeah, I know that because I look a certain 
certain way or mm-hmm. the way that I interact with the world, mm-hmm. people have thought I am stupid or I'm I just a, a dumb girl. Yeah. The really good, that just epitomizes everything this moment. I had got my GCSE results. Mm-hmm. They were stunning. Of course. GCSE. A star after A yeah, star. Yeah, you do sure. when you're 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, and it's a really kind of unfair test of like everything. Yeah. All at everything. the same time. And they're really, I struggled more in my GCSEs than I did my A levels just because they're so Finals. Many. Finals mm. week, you would call it. Mm-hmm. And I remember this fucking bitch woman, horrible woman. Yeah. And we ended up, our relationship developed in sixth form because she was the head of sixth form or whatever. And she was a fucking Awful. cunt. Yeah. I don't know if you can, do we put the word cunt in? Yeah, the we podcast? say it loads. There you go. She was an absolute cunt. <laughs> yeah. And that hasn't changed with age. Like, from my perspective as one of those things again as I get older I see more and more oh no you are a cunt yeah I wasn't just a teenager you're a cunt cunt confirmed cunt 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 (laughs) anyway we so you got your results or whatever and then you would sit down with a teacher of authority and go through your results yeah yeah and you would pick kind of you'd be like oh you're going to six one what do you want to do blah 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 on the day god we were like I don't think on the day out on the town yeah so were we I think it must have been like coming in for sixth form day or something Mm -hmm. and you were trying to get in on the classes that you wanted to be in Mm -hmm. On the nice. like um subjects. So I came in with my GCSEs, blah blah blah, and we sat down and she went, Oh my god. She said, Oh my god. And I was just I didn't say what I was just like smiling. Yeah. Like, go on, do yeah. tell. She said, Oh my goodness. She goes, Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. And I was like, right, go on, spill the beans, miss. It's like what's happened? What's Why going so on sorry? here? Yeah, what's yeah. going on? She said, I just I just didn't oh god you're really intelligent you're an intelligent young woman i just wouldn't have thought it and they're like oh not not like that not like that just it's because like break down the reasons to yeah me why you didn't think it you Montez. haven't seen gabriella montez <laughs> so like, tell me out loud yeah tell me out let's loud. vocalize that because um, the reason is because because you're pretty like, it's literally like you, that. say it out loud because you fit in with the kind of like popular, Cause popular. because you're in that group and all the boys and the yeah get a fucking grip Fuck miss savile you fucking cunt yeah. I really have actually and a personal that is on and that's record. the tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Miss Savile. Honestly, and that's on childhood trauma. Like, she was an actual... From my perspective, someone like that shouldn't be around kids. And I think that's why you have a skewed perception of what it means to be a teacher because mm. you were surrounded by so many teachers who shouldn't be teachers. Yeah. I think you have a whole cohort of... You have a whole generation in front of you and it's, that, it's totally in your hands in the way that you had Miss Whitney, such a pleasant <laughs> memory. Yeah, I love that. That we spoke about in the first part. Yeah, yeah. You just have such an influence mm. on these children and it is totally up to you on how you play out in their lives and the impact that you give them and, and I think so choose... many teachers abuse it yeah and it's like okay I'll choose uh, kind of go through the trauma of my divorce and like lay it all onto these kids onto the kids so many of my teachers I would have loved to say now like if I could go back in time and like be my childhood self and just like mm. speak to them in like I don't know like year nine or whatever and just be like sorry have you had a bad day like why are you shouting at me I'm a yeah. child like have you had a bad day or something been a rough week is that oh is the head like, of department just told you off are you getting yeah, a pay like, cut like what's the issue because it's like don't pretend that you're angry because I've got some chewing gum in my mouth or I had one where they were like um I know you're wearing makeup I know you're wearing makeup and it's like I'm not wearing any makeup because I was just told to take it off because for some reason we all had to look like don't get me maybe we should do a podcast on that because I was gonna say don't get me started on makeup rules in school stop sexualizing me you fucking Mm paedophiles stop looking at my skirt Mm -hmm. don't tell me it's about respecting the school's status don't fucking try me that you're telling me that the boys will get distracted because they've got a shoulder on show. Don't even go Fuck there. off, you fucking paedophiles, and stop looking at little children like fucking meat. Honestly. <laughs> Can't. Honestly. Yeah, Ugh, honestly. The fury is real. But anyway, um, that 
that's a misconception that I faced in my life. But I actually don't mind it because mm-hmm. it just, I was, I always say the only thing better than proving others wrong is proving yourself right. I love it. And it's literally that is like, well, I knew the whole time that I was really smart. I kind of think what's even better than that is the mm-hmm. only thing that proving other people wrong is proving yourself wrong. See, I prove myself right because I know that I'm smart. But I kind of think, yeah, I like know I'm smart, but like imagine it on a different level. So you kind of think that you're something else negative. Um, yeah. And you then you have the realisation of, oh, fuck, everyone was wrong. Like, yeah. That's quite a great I moment. like that, but I think it's better that you knew the whole time and, and the satisfaction. Then you had a whole thing where no one believed you. Yeah, but you don't like... care because you know. So the only thing, and you prove yeah. them wrong. The only thing better than proving them wrong is proving yourself right. So not only have they all been proved wrong, you were right the whole fucking time. I love both. I quite love the idea of being of a realisation of like for yourself shit I was wrong the whole time like see that's gutting because you've lost out on so much time no but it's like it's just like an, an enlightenment it's a good movie moment <laughs> but yeah. for life it's like moments, I'm writing a script <laughs> yeah but yeah. for life moments you're you want to know the whole yeah. time yeah, yeah. I you like don't want to think that you're dumb for 20 years and then finally realise no no realize. no but this is an early realisation in my script like, but then there's no power but as in <laughs> as in if it's really early on yeah. there's not much weight because you haven't gone through the whole no but maybe you've gone through school or something and then you kind of just have this moment where you get your GCSEs and not only did you know it's fuck everyone because you fucking fooled me you twat I was on top the whole time and you even fooled me this is why look I love my power right now yeah exactly it's an Itonia situation <sighs> you haven't seen Itonia it's actually one of my favourite films is it? yeah we watched I've, it together and I've, and I've told you that so many times and, you, <laughs> and then you say and we watched it together every single time. <laughs> so anyway, basically that's my misconception and I have no issues with it because I know the whole You've time the truth. It, yeah. yeah, and I actually quite enjoy it because it gives me access to whatever I want. It's kind of a hidden power. It's like Daenerys when no one knows that she can speak Dothraki and she like holds oh, that power back. Season no one three, knows. iconic. Yeah, no one knows. And she holds it, the info in. She's like, okay, I'm going to listen to what you're saying. They're all saying like, I'm going to look yeah, at her yeah. pussy and things like that. <laughs> and she's like just listening and they think she's an idiot yeah. and at the end she's like do yeah. not touch me it's my mother tongue yeah and it's like she's been listening the whole time you idiots yeah she's like valerian is my mother tongue or something yeah i love oh, her stunning and Japaris. then she's like i am the wife of carl drogo i am the mother of dragons i'm the breaker of chains and she goes so into a big rap fucking iconic she does a big rap <laughs> and it's a big musical, it's number. A musical and number and benji's there and he says <laughs> i got the magic in me <laughs> um so yeah cheers to that <laughs> Oh, that's quite horrible. It was like actually gonna smash. <laughs> I love that. The power move of everyone thinking you're dumb when you're actually a genius. That's my thing. I say it all the time. The yeah. only thing better than proving everyone else wrong is proving yourself right. It's like, yeah, I give it a rest. Like I knew the whole time. Yeah, I love it. Stunning. So I okay. can speak Dothraki the whole, the whole season. motherfucking time. <laughs> okay, are we done? I think we're done here. This has been a great two-parter. We've loved getting a bit deep. I love these because I think if I was listening, I would be answering in my mind. Yeah. I asked some of the questions on the story, and the answers were amazing. Yeah, you had really good responses. I did that. I did like a poll of like, would you rather be called insecure or vain? And everyone's like, vain. Yeah, a lot of people said insecure. It was like, it was kind of a 60 40. Yeah. But I was surprised, like, wait, God, you need to listen to the podcast, guys. I thought it was really interesting. But anyway, I'm sure we'll get the same from this one. So thank you so, so much for listening. I've actually really enjoyed this one. Me too. It's been really good. We've got a bit spooked. I'm glad to be getting out of this room. Definitely. Yeah, let's go. If any studios want to sponsor us, yeah. (laughs) We need to get into a non haunted studio ASAP. ASAP. Right, thank you so much. <laughs> thanks so much. Leave a review and right, cool. thanks guys. <laughs> right, see you later. Bye. Bye.
mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.